This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider. Welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. I'm Jonathan Chance. Thank you so much for joining me and for supporting my podcast and making this one of the top prostate cancer podcasts. This is going to be a very informative episode because my special guest, who is a world-renowned uro-oncologist, will be answering the most popular prostate questions that you email us or ask me at a book signing event. All men are at risk for prostate cancer. So it is very important that you know the answers to these questions my special guest is going to answer. Joining me now on the phone is my special guest, Dr. Gregory Merrick, who is an internationally recognized uro-oncology expert and the director of the Urologic Research Institute at The Ohio University Medical School. Dr. Merrick is also the doctor who diagnosed and treated me for prostate cancer in 2019. He is a dear friend of mine, and I am honored to have him with me on this episode. Dr. Merrick, welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, it's so nice to have you back on the show. And this episode is called Prostate Q&A. I'm going to ask you the most popular questions I get at book signings and in email, which I want to thank all our listeners around the world who email us questions, which we are going to answer some of the most popular ones that I get today with you, Dr. Merrick. Now, the first question that men always ask me, whether in email or in person, is their doctor tells them because they are over like 60, 65, or 70, they do not need to get a PSA test. What are your thoughts on this? I'm not a believer in absolute age to determine the need for PSA screening. I think the more important factor is life expectancy. Um, and here's what we know. You know, the, the best uh, randomized trial that was done was a European trial that scanned or screen people from 65 to age 70. Uh, and they found that 22 years, those who were uh, screened had a 41% reduction in prostate cancer death. However, when you look at PSA screening, the curves do not begin, the survival curves do not begin to separate until year eight. So that's why you have to live at least 10 years to benefit from PSA screening. But once PSA screening comes to a halt, the protective effect of PSA screening lasts another decade. And then you start to see an increase once again in prostate cancer deaths. So if we stop screening men routinely at age 70, they will be protected basically till age 80. In all Western countries, half of all men who die of prostate cancer die in their 80s. So are we really doing men a favor by routinely stopping screening at age 70? I would say absolutely not. I think there has to be a little bit of, um, of medical evaluation to predict life expectancy. 
Dr. Merrick, the second question I get asked a lot is that men tell me they have some urological issues like low libido, frequent urination, especially at night. So they ask me, can't they just take one of those over-the-counter prostate supplements that are advertised on TV or in the stores and instead of seeing their doctor? What are your thoughts on this? No, I think they're best seeing a physician, uh, a urologic uh, physician, if they have urology uh, uh, problems, whether it's difficulty starting the stream, getting up multiple times, low libido, as, as you have pointed out. Um, if the prostate gland is overly enlarged, and that's why men are having difficulty, there are appropriate medications to improve urination and even to shrink the prostate gland. Um, there's other reasons that that can happen though, meaning the urinary symptoms could be prostatitis. Uh, there are other symptoms and very often what happens or not often, but it's not uncommon to see in the clinic that a gentleman comes in and, you know, for 20 years, he's had increased difficulty urinating, getting up more and more at night. And basically now he's worn out his bladder and now he has another, uh, uh issue to look at. So yeah, I, I don't think that that should be done on a patient by themselves. Uh, that needs to be done again with their physician, somebody that you trust and who's gonna have your best interest at heart. If you have low libido, and, and that becomes a big problem to me because now the, the trend is and the fad is just get put on testosterone. Well, there's certain criteria that you should meet. Not everybody that has low libido has low testosterone. There's other factors that can come into that, and that also needs to be evaluated by your physician. And you really should have good communication with your doctor. And I want to point out, guys, uh, also, if you make any changes to your, your diet or exercise program or you start taking new vitamins or supplements, you should talk to your doctor before you do this. I do this all the time, and all my doctors are able to communicate with me and give me the best advice before I make any changes with regards to my health. I, I agree with you. Communication is key. Without appropriate communication, you're not going to build trust between you and your physicians. And communication is so important. You know, if you just think in times of war, the very first thing that the enemy tries to cut off is communication. So without communication, uh, everything's going to be haphazard. You're absolutely right. And this leads into the next question. A lot of men and in email and in person ask me, they're concerned about prostate cancer and their doctor tells them not to worry about it or won't even discuss the subject with them. What should they do? Your physician works for you. You don't work for your doctors. As a physician, you're in the service industry. And your job is to take care of the patients who have entrusted you with their well-being. And that's essential. You have to make sure that, that you do have somebody that you can talk with, that you do have somebody that you trust, and that somebody, when they don't know the answer, they don't brush it off, they either refer you to the appropriate subspecialist or find out the answer. I'm going to wrap up this episode with a question that I get an email also in person. And yesterday I had someone approach me and ask me this question. And the question is, uh, they tell me they have a friend or a family member that had prostate cancer, beat it, or it went in remission. Then a few years later, that person got another form of cancer 
and they want to know, was that caused by the prostate cancer? Dr. Merrick, please. We do know long-term that there is a very small percent of patients who can develop cancers related to treatment. That's 15, 20, 25 years down the line, and those are extremely unlikely. But we also know that there are, are cancers that are inherited. And it appears that in your family, if you have histories of breast cancer, pancreatic cancer, and ovarian cancer, those patients have an increased risk of prostate cancer. So those are the type of patients that have those family histories who should really undergo genetic testing. And that is why we always say be proactive and not reactive with your health. Dr. Merrick, the information you have provided us today is invaluable. I really hope our listeners were taking notes. I can't thank you enough, my friend, for taking the time to answer some of our listeners' questions on this episode of Prostate Cancer Aware. I appreciate the opportunity. I've had a great time, and I'm hoping you'll invite me back in the future. Thank you so much. That's going to do it for this edition of Prostate Cancer Aware. If you'd like more information about prostate cancer, early detection, men's health, or my new book, Unaware, which is about my battle with prostate cancer, check out the show notes on this podcast for the link to our website. Also, we'd love to hear from you. All you got to do is just click on the show notes for our website and how to contact us. I do read all emails, so feel free to reach out and say hello or ask us a question for an upcoming show. I'm Jonathan Chance. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, stay aware and stay healthy. This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider.